Hello, welcome to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught, a podcast about the works of REM. I'm Lynn, and on the other end of the line we have... Me. Ali. <laughs> Just leaving in suspense as to what your name was I there. contemplated doing an Elvis impression and then okay. chickened out. Fair enough. Which I think is for the best. Um, yeah, save it for next time. Save it for when people don't expect it. That, that, is, that is the thing. Much like the Spanish Inquisition, no one expects... <laughs> my Elvis impression. It's true, and no one identifies it as an Elvis impression because it's that poor. <laughs> um. Anyway, we're here to talk about another big hit. It's Man on the Moon. I particularly enjoyed the way you just pronounced the word "moon" there. That's okay. I I thought I would get some high energy going. <laughs> Wonderful. It lasted for a fraction of a second before it just plummeted again. <laughs> Much like an apple falling onto the head. Oh, nice. You still bring Spo- it round. Spoilers for the lyrics. <laughs> As is customary, we will discuss the music first. We will indeed. That's not a bass. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't I haven't really made a a note of that like is it bass or is it just like low-end guitar um no you're you're right that is that is bass um yeah it's like it's a very chill intro it's kind of like it's nonchalant it's like the song is like sauntering into the room it's not like it's not like going hey everyone i'm here it's more like just this doesn't work very well so trying to do some jackson kind of gesture doesn't really work on an audio only format but it's just yeah just casually hi i'm here now and i'm going to be a very poppy song and you're going to like me and i'm going to grow on you because that's what happened to me with this one um actually i guess it was a few months back hmm. i was just you know doing the supermarket run and this came on the tannoy system and yeah. you know the usual quality of the kind of music that gets played in supermarkets <laughs> but this was a very pleasant surprise and i and i was kind of like oh yeah this is another rem big hit that i sort of take for granted yes but this is one that the repeated listens has definitely helped me appreciate it more i think again because my default setting is the sort of slightly hipsterish well, if it's popular, that must mean it's rubbish. Yeah, I was wondering whether, like you said, if it grew on you, whether that was your initial standpoint. That it yeah. was too popular to be good. I think I think it was just like, it was too much of a hit for me to kind of like go out of my way to listen to. <laughs> so just hearing it out of the blue that time and then listening to it for this was kind of like yeah i think i always underrated this like i've never disliked it mm-hmm. but i was just like oh that's another rem song it's one of their commercial ones it's fine but no it's really good <laughs> i i absolutely love it no it is good it is good it's kind of like low key it's like low key great like you say it doesn't really shout about it yeah, I think it's quite similar in that regard to Losing My Religion in that it's not a flashy pop song. It's just mm-hmm. really solid and way more interesting than a pop song kind of normally would be. Like, yep. 
I love the slide guitar that has this kind of like, I mean, I guess all slide guitar sounds like this, but just this sort of slightly drunken, slurry kind of sound, Mm -hmm. which is, again, not something you necessarily expect in a pop song, but they make it work. So that is super pleasing. And yeah, I think I think what makes this song so good is how effectively it does the dynamic changes. Like it goes from quite restrained to, you know, hitting quite hard in the chorus. Mm -hmm. But the first time around, the chorus isn't like it isn't like a big punching chorus. Certainly when you're familiar with the song, I was conscious that they're holding something back and that the next time the chorus hits, it's going to hit that much harder and then, you know, subsequently and subsequently. But it's just like, yeah, it's just so, so well played, which isn't always the case on this album. But this, like, I feel like this one, they just sort of, everything is working together and like, it's just very measured and well judged. Yeah, I think well judged is a good way of putting it because it like the how big it gets kind of creeps up certainly creeps up on me every time because it, it's so like low key mm. to begin with and then just gradually like builds and builds and builds i also like i guess this is tipping over into the lyrics not it's fine. not that it's much of a lyric but they're repeated yeah 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 just because mm-hmm. that's normally like you think of that as being quite a sort of raucous or ebullient or enthusiastic poppy thing like you associate it with like 60s bands like the beatles and it's just upbeat exciting songs but he delivers it in such a kind of weary 90s generation x i'm so over this man (laughs) kind of world weariness it just kind of undercuts that i yeah I, I I love that. Yeah, I feel like I, that that feeling sort of permeates it. That sort of despondency. Mm. Yeah, it's not a particularly uplifting song. No, no, it's, it's super downbeat. Yeah, it's got a brilliant hook, and there's something about the music in the chorus. But yeah, it is. I mean, not least because of the subject matter. Mm. <laughs> it's about a guy who who died like way before his time. So it's just built into it but musically it really delivers that melancholy as well which you know as listeners long time listeners to this show will be well aware is kind of my jam so <laughs> that's part of why this works so well for me um before we move on a bit more to the lyrical side of things yeah i i want to say that this just wins the award for like tasteful guitar solo yeah, it's not like particularly technical or like twiddly. It just works and it's just I don't know. There's just a certain like excitement about it. Like and it's, it feels like it's really reaching. I mean, maybe this is just me as a frustrated former guitarist, but it's just like <laughs> Yeah, I think it just kind of punches through the like the melancholy and gives you a bit of something else um and i really like that and i like the fact that it basically repeats <laughs> later on in the song it's i guess it's almost exactly the same but it even though it's a repeat it works just as well for me so yeah and again you don't always get a guitar solo in a pop song because they are a bit self-indulgent sometimes but this 
just nails it again. So just everything works. And like, I guess about th- about the three minute mark after a chorus, you have a really stripped back verse, which again is kind of a textbook thing to do in a song. But again, it's just done so well and they pull it back so far and the singing's really soft and you've got this like very faint shaker. It just... <laughs> Yeah, again, it's like the dynamics. It's just so brilliantly done. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gushing this time around. No, please, carry on. Uh, I think that's all All I really had to say about the music. I mean, I do have a, a note about how much I like the backing vocals towards the end and how they're kind of really like like reaching with the high notes and there's just different layers going on. It's just so good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a ton of intelligent things to say about the lyrics, so I was hoping you might have some. I might not have a ton to say about them. I think they're really like, I mean, it's a despondent feeling song that Mm. has despondent feeling lyrics. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how much, and this is the thing ever since I heard the song, I guess, that I haven't left that much context um, for like how much they're sort of, I don't know, literal's the wrong word i don't know much about andy kaufman really no which, like, me doesn't neither. necessarily help the understanding of whether they're <laughs> referencing like whether they're referencing specific things other than mm. when they call out his name obviously right um like specific events or whether they just the word there's just like a mood that accompanies it yeah i feel a little embarrassed on this score because i have seen the movie man on oh, the moon okay. I have but not. it was i think it was my first year of uni which is quite a long way in the rearview mirror at this point. <laughs> uh, so I I remember very little other than, you know, he dies at the end. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't remember any details, but now I do kind of want to revisit it. Yes, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, that was the, the one where it was kind of like, oh, yeah, Jim Carrey, he can actually properly act. He can do something besides just like pulling faces yeah because i remember feeling that way when i first saw the truman show which obviously is to to some extent probably more comedic than man on the moon i don't know i haven't seen it yeah i think now you say i think it may have come out the year before man but it's not it's not like zany in the way that i had associated with jim carrey zany is exactly the word i was reaching for yeah yeah he is practically the dictionary definition and I have to say, I haven't seen it, and like I would have absolutely no curiosity, but I was enough into Sonic the Hedgehog as a child that finding <laughs> out that he was playing Dr. Robotnik was a bit like, hmm, I'm kind of interested to see that. <laughs> Not enough to actually pay money for it, but I am still kind of curious. I mean, and you say this in the week that it was announced that Idris Elba is playing Knuckles. I know, I know. I'm just so, um, so the darn best, topical. The best headline, um, or it was a subtitle of a headline that I saw mm. on the site that was announcing this, is that they quoted Idris Elba um, from when he played, just after he played Nelson Mandela in the film, saying that, oh, it's really changed me as an actor, and like in every role that I've taken since, I've seen aspects of Mandela in it. And then it just was like, <laughs> Idris Elba announces he's playing Knuckles. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, well, I, I mean, 
who is That's isn't. not an insult to Idris Elba. I no, have no. not seen Idris Elba in a role that I've not really enjoyed him in. Oh, um, yeah. I do think he's great. He is fantastic. But yeah, Brilliant. yeah. I'm just, just you know, re-familiarizing myself with Knuckles' epic struggle uh, against depression. That's right. Maybe there was. I'm not really very familiar with the uh, in the in-depth stories of, of the Sonic verse or whatever the hell it, that was called. The main thing you have to know is, if you didn't already, is that he is not a hedgehog. He is, in fact, an echidna. Oh, Knuckles. Yes. Yes. I was vaguely aware of this. Okay. But, I mean, I played Sonic, bits of Sonic 1 and maybe Sonic 2 as a child, but I think that's about it. So anything that's past those, I I don't really have any familiarity with. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played 1, 2, and 3, but I never had a console at my house, so I was always having to, you know, invite myself around to people's Mm -hmm. houses so I could play on their consoles. It's kind of embarrassing i think we might have mentioned this on a previous episode <laughs> there you go um yeah so uh <laughs> uh lyrics now that we've stopped talking about jim carrey and idris elba yeah uh it feels just quite like impressionistic that again if you are more familiar with andy kaufman's biography probably make a bit more sense mm-hmm. impressionistic that's the word yeah i just shoved something pretentious in there <laughs> no it's good it just yeah it feels like it's it's kind of obliquely it's referencing a feeling more than specific things mm. but but yeah it does it very well and then it's, it goes it's a mood piece. briefly all biblical because you have moses went walking oh, with yes, the staff of, of wood and then later you have egypt was troubled by the horrible asp mm-hmm. which it's just very it's like a very well i guess it's a very cynical song but it doesn't mm. shout about it <laughs> just generally and and I don't know. There's that despondency, and then in the sense, there's feeling like there's nothing exciting in the world, mm. like that everything's a bit fake. Yeah, yeah. But but there you go. So yeah, downbeat. Yes. Um, anything else more to say about this track, Ali? No, I think that's all I had. Cool. Uh, in which case, join us next time for night swimming. We will not be recording in the nude, as far as I'm aware. I mean, that might be your plan. right uh thanks for listening bye bye turn on narrator toggle switch on gdgc spoiler alert Mm -hmm.